Riverside claims that they have two and a half times the quality boost over Zoom. I can attest to that. The reason? It's the local recording. Riverside records you and your guests locally. What does that mean? It means that it bypasses poor and unstable internet, and it gives you studio quality audio and video. So it continues to upload in the background the entire interview. And then at the end, if you're not 100% uploaded, it finishes uploading as you wrap the interview. Welcome to the Pod Circle Podcast, where we bring practical tips and insights for every podcaster. Whether you're just getting started or you're already a seasoned podcast pro, these conversations dive into all the topics that matter most to you. Today, we're diving into the top six reasons that podcasters are ditching Zoom for Riverside.fm to record their virtual Mm -hmm. interviews. Still, a lot of podcasters are using Zoom. Zoom is ubiquitous, especially in the post-COVID world. So we're going to break down the difference and tell you why we use Riverside and why we recommend it to all of our clients. We're pretty biased, but that's just because we've tried both. We just keep coming back to Riverside. So... At the start of COVID, we obviously saw a flood of platforms to record virtual interviews. And the winner in this space was Zoom. Many organizations and individuals are familiar with Zoom, and they just felt like it was the easiest option, and a lot of them still feel that way. Totally. If you've been using Zoom, no shade, but we hope to convince you today just to consider making that switch to a more robust platform that's actually optimized for recording podcasts. So the number one reason that people are ditching Zoom for Riverside is high definition audio, high res video. We all know this when you're using Zoom and if your internet glitches, so does your audio and your video. Riverside doesn't do that. And that's a huge value to Riverside. So if you've been listening to this podcast for long, you know that we believe in recording high quality audio, high quality video. Riverside records high quality audio and video on separate tracks. So those things can be edited and mixed independently of each other. You can actually record separate audio and video on Zoom. You have to go and select a particular setting within Zoom, but there's still the quality issue that you're gonna have over there with Zoom. So Riverside claims that they have two and a half times the quality boost in both audio and video recording over Zoom. I, I can attest to that. The reason, well, that leads us to point number two. It's the local recording. So Riverside records you and your guests locally. What does that mean? It means that it bypasses poor and unstable internet and it gives you studio quality audio and video. So it continues to upload in the background the entire interview. And then at the end, if you're not 100% uploaded, like right now I'm 99% uploaded, it finishes uploading as you wrap the interview. And so a lot of times I'll stop my interview, we'll get all done and I'll say, thanks so much, guys. This has been such an incredible interview. And as I'm doing those niceties, everyone's uploading. If they're not, I say, hey, it looks like you're only at about 70% uploaded. Just leave the browser up. And when you come back in 20 minutes, it'll have finished uploading. And so it is such an easy way. You can just kind of lean right into it and you can see as a host, where everyone's upload is. And then if they happen to hop off, you can send them a quick little link because the file is still on their computer mm-hmm. having recorded locally that it'll just quickly upload it. So you never lose your file. I have multiple times been burnt on Zoom or other platforms that don't do two recordings. Um, when I first started podcasting, Kyle taught me to have a backup at all times. He would have me recording audio through QuickTime or something so that I had a backup. And Riverside has that built in completely. There is also 
including the local um, recording, there is a cloud backup that goes along with each and every one. So it's a double backup. And I think that's essential. We always want you to have a backup plan because it's not if, it's when you have a tech issue. That's exactly right. And I, I will say the backup is more of a Zoom quality recording. Yes. So like right now, I'm seeing Mackenzie, hearing her in real time. She's seeing me, hearing me in real time. Depending on our internet speed, it does look like we're just having a Zoom conversation. It might degrade our video quality a little bit. The reason it does is that it's trying to free up bandwidth to upload our audio, a high quality audio and video as fast as possible in the background. So what we're actually seeing and hearing like if her video drops out for a second or something like that, or just like you're a little bit reduced quality, I can tell right now. It's because Riverside is prioritizing the high quality audio and video upload in the background. So that backup recording that Mackenzie was just mentioning, it's going to be kind of the reduced quality Zoom backup, but mm -hmm. better than nothing. Like if you have a corrupt file or whatever happens to the high yeah. quality audio video, better than nothing, especially for a, a really high level guest especially if you're just an mm -hmm. audio podcast, you have something, you have something to release. Yes. If it's a once in a lifetime get, you don't have to say, so sorry, can you hop on another hour? No, no, no. So I really like that Riverside has that redundancy built in. I've also heard stories of there being a, an issue with people not being able to access their file on Riverside or the download was corrupt, getting in touch with Riverside and having their technical support team go and find source files and fix them. That to me is... I mean, we're, you're going to hear us say a lot. That's incredible. It's, it's worth the price of admission. It's worth the price of admission. We're going to talk yeah. about some other tools. Riverside's created a really great product. They continue to, to improve on it. So, Kyle, I mean, you mentioned a really high um, priority guest. I had that where something happened on the guest's end where they unplugged or changed their mic in the interview or something, and we did not have any audio file for them. Mm. I don't know what exactly happened, but you were able to dig into the cloud backup and mm -hmm. still pull out that audio so that we could put the the interview out. And because you are an audio engineer, there wasn't a marked difference between the two tracks because you were able to do some work on the back end to really help us. Yeah, so, totally. I don't know if you even remember that, but it was it was scary for I, sure. I do. I've had to do that a couple of times for a few different clients. But just like mm -hmm. I said, having the option, having the backup yeah. makes that possible. And you know, only a really discerning listener is going to tell the difference. And I think in this particular case, where that audio mishap happened, was it where we would typically put like an ad break for your show? So I think we just snuck in an ad break right there. And then when the new recording came back, most people weren't even going to tell a difference. So it wasn't like a night and day. Right. Thing. So there's from a production standpoint, if you can get a little bit crafty, you can smooth these things over. But moving on, number three, Riverside has some helpful AI tools that they've started rolling out here, I, I would say probably in the past year or so. So on this show, we think that AI is a tool and not an end-all, be-all solution for 90% of podcasters. It's not able to fully replace what a human being is going to be able to bring to your podcast. We'll get into that in a few episodes in the future. We're going to talk all about AI and its role in podcasting. I'm a fan. I love where it's going, but it's not all the way there yet. So three AI features within Riverside's pro account. AI transcriptions, which is just transcribing your episode, nothing crazy there. Their AI tools can do that. Out of that, AI can write your show notes for you. I've done this a couple of times. It's cool. I like it a lot. They need to improve on it. But for the, just the consumer, I see people in Riverside forums on Facebook saying, we love this feature. We love this feature. We love this feature. I love it too 
for the podcaster who's just getting started and has the time to get in there and tweak, tweak those, make it sound like, like a human being wrote it. I think it's a huge value add. And then they have the ability to use AI to pull social clips from your episodes. They call it magic clips. I think it's really cool. Again, for just the consumer, are they as good as what we are able to produce at PodCircle? No. Are they as focused on pulling clips that are going to be specific to what's going to lift the brand of the podcaster? Yeah. That stuff is really important to us. So we're listing for really key moments in the podcast that are going to elevate the brand. Is AI going to be able to do that? Not right now, at least not the way that Riverside's doing it. But you can go through there and maybe isolate a couple clips that get close and trim the ends up, the the beginning and end. Yeah. There's a couple things you can do. So again, I like the feature. It's just in terms of what we do, like our tagline at PodCircle is premium podcast services for busy people. Right. You're going to get podcast services with, with Riverside, but are you going to get the premium, really high touch stuff that we're going to do no, you're not. But that said, I like the features. I think they're cool. It's a good starting point. And that's what I've kind of learned with AI is it it takes some of those initial like, oh, I don't know where to start. Yeah. And then you get to expound upon that. But if you don't want to even put your hands anywhere in that, I would outsource your weaknesses as we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So the fourth thing that we love um, about Riverside and the reason that people are ditching Zoom is the interactive guest opportunities. And I think you've said before that Riverside is basically like Zoom, but it's a platform specific for podcasting. Mm -hmm. It has those features. It's optimized to create an experience for you that's going to be the most effective for podcasters. And if you have a raving fan base or you want to build one, Riverside offers a few unique features. And I haven't tapped into these as much as I think. So I'm speaking from just general knowledge, not having used a lot of them, but they make it super simple to bring your audience into your podcast recording experience. And so you can live stream directly to social media and interview. Um, You can host a live show with audience invitation links. So a side note about invitations is that you can create an invitation to a guest and it goes directly to their Google Calendar. They've got an integration and it's great. So I love that. And then lastly, it's a great opportunity to create a live show and experience and add-ons for your Patreon community, for your subscription model, if you do Apple podcast subscriptions, or just as a surprise and delight for your top fans. Mm -hmm. Let's say you've got someone who's a really raving fan, talks about you a lot on social media, you know, is interactive with you. You could surprise and delight them and say, hey, we want to have you on the next episode. Here's a link. And they can either be an audience or they can be a guest member and they can go in and out really quickly. I just think they've got a lot of untapped opportunities and that they're optimized for podcasters in a way that Zoom's not. Totally. Moving on. This is as a producer... Uh, McKenzie is a podcast producer as people who just like having controls over their, uh, their recording experiences. Riverside has one, they have that producer login. So if you have a producer for your show, someone that's going to come on and just kind of help guide the content, but also just be the eyes and ears on the show to make sure that the hosts and the guests are being recorded, Mm -hmm. uh, that they're lined up in frame and, you know, for a video podcast, um, that they're listening to make sure that, you know, the right microphones are selected. They can actually see, and on some different levels of Riverside, like especially on their mm-hmm. on their enterprise, like business level, they can actually yeah. go in and change your mic settings. Like, so if you, if you have a guest who's maybe not very tech savvy, um, but they're a big mm-hmm. get and they have a USB microphone, they're just not quite sure how to use Riverside or how to set it up. As long as they have that thing plugged in, your producer can go in and select that microphone and even change like the volume 
to a certain degree Mm -hmm. within the Riverside recording studio. I just think that is an awesome, awesome feature that probably gets a little bit overlooked. But again, they do put it, the best of my understanding, they do put it behind a pretty premium paywall. Behind a paywall. Yeah. Yeah. But I do, I just really like that feature. Important to note that producers, when the call is being recorded, only hosts and guests are recorded. So someone who signs in under a host or a guest link are being recorded. Producers are not recorded. So it's really important for you to know because you might have someone that's a producer that also chimes in on the show and interjects and Mm -hmm. things like that. Just know that unless they're signed in under as a host or a a guest, they're not being recorded. So you have those four links that Mackenzie talked about, the host link or the host sign in, the guest sign in, the producer sign in, and then there's an audience sign in. If you do want to have a live audience tune in, they have their own login. I think that's really unique for Riverside as a differentiator from Zoom. And I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. And the last reason I think people are ditching Zoom to uh, sign on with Riverside is this piece of everything being all together and having the ability to do post-production editing and clips and all of that. And so because all of your video and audio is housed in one place, they have created these features to do minimal video edits and audio edits and basically create your podcast in the back end within their platform. Yeah. And it's all in one place. And I think what we would say is it's good for a consumer tool. Yes. You're getting what you pay for, right? If you're at the $25 or $15 a month tier, you have access to these tools and you can go in and quote unquote edit your podcast. You still have to go in and edit your podcast. And it's very, very simple functionality. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's basically just making very simple edits. A lot of people complain that it's really hard or, or maybe not even possible to like add music in unless it was added, Mm. like recorded during the show kind of thing. So it's, I'm sure that they're going to improve on this and Mm. not to get too much in the weeds, but they're also really trying to compete with Descript. Descript um, is another platform. They just acquired Squadcast. Squadcast was a major, and still is a major competitor of Riverside. There's some feature wars that are going on here. They're all going to continue to get better. But you're just, again, you're going to get what you pay for. It's a cool feature if you just need really simple stuff and you're a do-it-yourselfer, mm-hmm. dive in, figure it out. Yep. But for the people that want a really pro product and have a pro budget, that's where PodCircle comes in. So just, yeah. I kind of wanted to make that distinction in, instead of selling a false bill of goods to podcasters that like, hey, you're going to have a really pro level like editing package and all this stuff with Riverside. You're just not. No, but if, you want to go in there and figure it out yourself and do some basic things. They have the capabilities to do that. And it's all in one place. And a really unique feature that I have found some use for is this tech-based editor they have. And so they, because they're pulling a transcript, you can go in and as you're editing or clipping out little bits, you can do it by text, Mm -hmm. which often I'm sending Kyle edits based on like the words or text. And so if I want to go in and say like, where did we talk about X thought, I can just type in that thought and it'll kind of pull me in the different places. So that's an interesting feature yep. for social posts or... Um, so it is searchable, it sounds like. You're like, yes. hey, I, I really, I remember we had a section that talked about X, Y, and Z. You can go and search that. See, again, mm-hmm. going back to Descript, that's what Descript does, otter.ai, which I yep. think that you use some. Very similar. Yep. I don't have as much, I have very little experience with otter. I, I know that it's from what yeah. I understand, it's very similar to the script, but from, yeah. from a copy standpoint and just being able to have that transcription, yeah. search it, go in there and, and, and even make clips with their magic clips tool. I think it's all 
really cool stuff. Do we use it at Pod Circle? No, because our clients demand a higher level of production, honestly, and, yeah. and, and options and things like that. But to put it simply, we think you should switch over to Riverside. I think Definitely. from a cost perspective, it is comparable, if not better than Zoom and what you're getting. And like Kyle said, we've tried all of them. I just continually come back to Riverside because of the ease, because of the backup features, and because I can send a link to a guest and they can hop right on and there's nothing they need to do. Some of the other ones, you have to go through hoops and all that. Yeah. It's, it's the ease and it's the best. Yeah. And one really important thing I'll mention is that it also, it stores all of your files within the platform. And mm-hmm. as someone who's doing a lot of the post-production for these podcasts, it's yeah. so great because I just have a link to their recorded files. So yeah. they don't have to download those files and then re-upload them to Dropbox or to Google Drive and then send me a link. It completely cuts that out as a necessity. Why am I not doing that with you, Kyle? I don't know. I thought that I... Do we not do that with you, your podcast? <laughs> no, I download them to my That's computer right. and then I upload them into Dropbox. So I should be sending you the Riverside link. Yeah. There's yeah. two different links you can basically provide to all of your recorded files or you can mm-hmm. send it to just that episode that was recorded and we can pull either the video or just the audio or, or both, mm-hmm. obviously. So, and that's where we can access backup recordings, things like that. So from the production side of thing and the editor side of thing, it gives us everything mm-hmm. that we could possibly need, which yeah. I love. And there's, it makes your life easier. Or it's, at least it's about to make your life easier so that you don't yeah. have to download and re-upload and do all the things. So, hey, there you go. So thanks for tuning into this episode. If you need any help optimizing your show content, your strategy, your recording setup, we actually offer training sessions for Riverside. They're one hour sessions. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll get your mic plugged in, help you figure out how to get logged in, all the things that we talked about today. There is a learning curve for people that are really, really used to using Zoom, but they want the benefits Mm -hmm. that Riverside has to offer, but they get nervous because they're like, I don't mm-hmm. know how to invite my guests. I'm nervous because the setup is going to be different. I don't want to screw it up and miss a good interview or mess a good interview up. So reach out. Yeah. We do sessions that we'll get on a call, train you, do a test recording, make sure that you feel really, really comfortable with that. So all you got to do is email me, kyle at podcircle.com. That's K-Y-L-E at podcircle.com. Well, and if you're just starting out and you want to launch your show with ease, you can get our complete podcast starter kit at podcircle.com slash start. And we want to make sure that you are subscribed to the show wherever you listen. So Apple, Spotify, or YouTube, where we put our full episodes up every week. And if you're watching us on YouTube, you're liking the show, drop a comment. If you have a question around podcasting, we would love to answer it on the show. That would be a really cool thing that we'd like to include in the future. So we'd love to know what what questions you have and we'd love to respond to them. All right, friends. See you next week. 